a new thing. Hello, Malcolm here, and welcome to your daily devotional podcast, Anchored in Isaiah 43, verse 19, where God says, See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. We're currently looking at God doing a new thing in the lives of Elijah and Elisha, and today we're going to explore Elisha's experience of a new thing. 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 11 to 15. It reads, As they were walking along and talking together, suddenly a chariot of fire and horses of fire appeared and separated the two of them, and Elijah went up to heaven in a whirlwind. Elisha saw this and cried out, My father, my father, the chariots and horsemen of Israel. And Elisha saw him no more. Then he took hold of his garment and tore it in two. Why did God take Elijah up into heaven in a whirlwind? Why did he honor this great prophet in such a way as to escape death? Why did he not let Elijah go through the normal, the common, the natural passage of death? Well, a few reasons. Perhaps at least one of them is that Elijah is a model of faithfulness to the end. And to be sure, as we've talked about in previous recordings, he had his ups and his downs. He struggled with fear, with anxiety, and perhaps even depression. But he was a very human model of zeal for God, of humility and openness to God's will for his life. And he had that at the end. And also Elijah is a model of the reward that awaits all of the faithful. This demonstration in this situation with Elijah and Elisha, this demonstration of the liminal proximity of the earthly and the heavenly remind us that our eternal reward is not distant, but close. Titus chapter 2, verse 12 to 13, we're taught to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age while we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. You see, it's coming. It's not far away. And finally, Elijah in this situation is sort of a what they call a type, a type of the Christ, one who foreshadows, because it reminds us of Acts 1 verses 9 to 11, where after Jesus had been speaking to his disciples, it says he was taken up before their very eyes. They saw it. A cloud hid him from their sight. They're looking up into the sky. Suddenly, two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why are you, do you stand there looking into the sky? This same Jesus, who has been taken from you into heaven, will come back in the same way you've seen him go into heaven. Jesus moves from the earthly to the heavenly without any break in his relationship with God. And you and I will experience something similar. Elijah is an inspiration to us, to hold on, to be faithful to the end, to be aware that our reward is awaiting us and that we are going to be doing something ultimately a little bit like what Jesus went through as he entered the heavenlies. Sometimes Christians can be a bit too humble to rejoice in their reward. Perhaps it feels a bit like boasting or something, a bit too mercenary to contemplate the benefits that come to us in the next life. But I think that's a mistake. Instead, 
why not take some time today to thank God in advance for your eternal reward? Take some time to imagine what it will be like to be with him forever, with him, with the angels, with all the heavenly beings, and with all of your brothers and sisters together. What will it what will it be like? What would it look like? What would it sound like? I don't know, what would it smell like, perhaps? Because our reward, it's it's very real. It's very certain. And it is waiting for you, just like Elijah and all the great men and women of faith who've gone on before us, however they ended up making it into the heavenlies. Well, I hope you find your heart, your life, your congregation, and your world inspired by God doing a new thing. Until tomorrow, take care, and God bless. Mm-hmm.